Welcome everybody to the podcast. We finally have the last eight teams in the World Cup that will fight for the World Cup. And the biggest news today, Jake, is that Spain is out. My favorite team besides Argentina. <laughs> I know. I was I was going to say your guys, your, your, your team that really ultimately I feel like after the first game of the World Cup was your favorite to win. I think I after that first result, win. that was your team. That was it. What a disappointment. I've been watching the Spanish press ever since the game finished, and they are completely destroying Luis Enrique. Do you think he, he, he needs to stay uh, as a Spanish coach, or do you think he needs to go, Jake? How invested are you in, into this team? Well, yeah, not <laughs> as invested as you are. Well, here's the thing. When you look at the score... The penalties don't make any sense because you see zero parentheses, zero. Spain did not make a penalty. And I guess in fairness, we would have to point to how young the team is. Truthfully, I was at work today, so I can't speak too much about the tactics. But, you know, from what I could see, because I did kind of try to have it on on the side, it looked like a grind game. Obviously, Morocco, that was what they were going to do, right? Is they were going to grind. They were going to try to keep it, you know, tight, try to not let Spain get out. Their wings, Ferran Torres, Olmo, they weren't going to let them go do their thing. And, I mean, ultimately, from what I saw, I never really saw a chance that was super threatening. There was, Morata did put one across the uh, the box at one point, or maybe it was Nico Williams, but there was one ball where I was like, ah, oh, if only this impossible angle, if he could, like, a pool ball, put spin on it, maybe it would go in. But, yeah, I mean, when I saw that it was going to extra time, Gustavo, I already was thinking, you know, this, this is not going to be good. But my thought was, okay, but once it gets to penalties, it's Spain. I mean, a lot of these players play for big clubs, but... I guess maybe they haven't had big moments, so just so they play for big clubs, maybe they haven't had these opportunities, but the penalties were gross, and, you know, we have we didn't get to talk about this over the weekend, and I'm sorry, I know I'm monopolizing, but these weak-ass penalties, Gustavo. <laughs> like, I'm sick of them. It was Jorginho who started it, and Bruno Fernandez, and now it is a sickness going through world soccer. It has taken over the world, and you, you speak about tactics. Let me just say this. This is unbelievable. And it reminds me of a lot of Barcelona teams over the years. They Spain, Spain had 77% of the possession of the ball. 77 compared to 23 that Morocco had. And the passes, the number of passes I'm reading here is 1,019 completed passes compared to 305 passes that Morocco had. Unbelievable. And the pass accuracy is 90% for Spain, meaning all those passes were actually great passes, but yet they cannot freaking score a goal. And to be honest with you, this is the most disappointing part of the whole stats right now. Shots on target, my brother. Spain, in more than 120 minutes, only one shot on target. Wow. I'm <laughs> oh, shocked to hear that. I cannot wow. express enough how so I, guess I, I feel. At this I time. thought I missed something, but I guess I didn't miss anything then. There was no tactic. Japan yeah. at least fought for the game the entire freaking game. Japan yeah. gave it all, left everything on the line. Spain just kept playing tiki-taka once again, not doing anything. I'm trying not to curse because this is really frustrating. I, 
I'm someone who grew up watching Barcelona play Tiki Taka in the beautiful game. But at this point, I got to say, I've seen my, my team, Barcelona, Football Club Barcelona, suffer so many years because of this freaking mentality. Football is constantly changing. We are living in different times. We need to learn from our rival, Madrid, Real Madrid, and how they play football. Attack football. Football is about How is this becoming goals. about Barcelona? I love because, how this is becoming about Barcelona. Because Luis Enrique, first of all, was the, the, the coach that gave us the last Champions League in 2015, number one. Number two, this style of play was a completely uh, Barcelona-like style when it comes to passing and possession. Spain, I know that they won the World Cup in 2010 with passing and possession, but we cannot, we cannot have this kind of football. In fact, it's not only good, it's not good for the team that uses this style, but also it's not good for the viewer. I was bored out of my freaking mind to see okay, Spain but, but pass let me, the ball let me, over and over and over. Let me connect some dots here, okay? Let me connect some dots because sports and the world really in general is becoming so analytics driven. And I'm guessing, I don't know, but I wonder if you look at the algorithms and you you crunch the numbers in these deep algorithms that you look at like, what are the scary things? Like in baseball, they call it like the two true outcomes and it's strikeouts and home runs. And it's basically a lot of the analytics come down to generating home runs and now it's all about swing angle. And long, really quick, the problem with baseball right now is you don't get any small ball. You don't get singles and doubles. Like those are almost, I mean, they're not leaving the game, but when you look at the stats over the last 10, 15, 20, 50 years, it's all about the home run because the fact of the matter is, is if you hit it out of the park, it's going to be better. So now the way they're making lineups, picking players, drafting players, everything is about those true outcomes in soccer. I wonder if there is a major emphasis on counterattack. And here's where I'm going with this. Cause we're talking about offense. I think that it's possible. I don't know that the coaching leads folks towards not wanting to shoot because if you shoot and you get blocked, you have a good chance of giving up a counterattack and a good counterattack. The stronger the shot and the cleaner the block, possibly the worse the counterattack is. Maybe, I don't know. This is, this is, I'm, I'm a guy who just watches soccer and tries to connect dots, but I just wonder because I feel like in general, not just Spain, in soccer, I feel a passivity, a, a lack of willingness to take on shots, and I, or it goes way over the bar, and I, I really have this feeling that it's like the coaching. I don't, I, I don't know if maybe it's just performance and what happens when you play, but for me, it just feels like there's some sort of apprehension about being the one to take on the opportunity. Maybe people just aren't goal scorers at heart and they don't have that killer attitude, but it seems like too prevalent that I just wonder if there is this, this idea of avoiding the counterattack. That's my conspiracy theory. 77%, Jake. I don't care. Like I just don't care about what kind of new world we live in. Soccer has always been, football has always been about scoring freaking goals, and it's freaking time that we learn, and I don't, I'm not Spanish, by the way. I'm from Honduras originally. How many, how many shots did they have? So they had 13 it, shots. 13, 13 shots okay. in 120. I still don't think that's a minutes. lot. Jake, 13 that's not a lot. freaking shots. If I was Spanish, that's, that's I would be one so mad. Point, 1.3 passes or shots for every 100 passes Jake, this based is what, on what they you said. do for a profession. They plan these freaking games. They have a freaking – I'm trying not to curse everybody. They have a freaking entire team – 
analyzing every freaking freaking move and percentage of whatever the freaking everything that involves the freaking game. Even the freaking bed in which the, the players sleep. They analyze everything. They have the best diets. They have the best doctors. They have the best trainers. They have the best cleats. They have the best shirts and technology and TVs and screens. And they cannot freaking figure it out and learn from their lesson that you have to score goals. They did the same thing with Germany. They tied the game. They did the freaking same team with Japan. And they lost the game. And the only team that they were able to beat was Costa Rica. And it was great. It, they really had me. I was wait full. a minute, wait 7 a minute. So after Spain's, oh my God! So after Spain's first result in the group stage, they had a draw, a loss, and then, and then this loss and penalties. Oh, they should have learned. Wow! I, I just, wow. I mean, you know what? Wow! I'm not, what I'm not, I'm not overjudging this situation. That's worse than but Canada's but World Cup. It is. But listen to this. <laughs> you cannot tell me that there's not people freaking looking at these numbers and realizing guys possession is not everything in football you know what i can't believe i'm saying this because i was always a bit advocate for advocate for tiki taka johan Cruyff, barcelona la masia all the ideologies that barcelona masculine club has and now i can finally say you know what We've lost the last seven years. We've gotten kicked out of the Champions League. Embarrassments over and over because we want to keep this mentality that we have to possess. We have to keep the ball. We have to be with the ball all the time. But you know what? You can't just keep the ball. You have to freaking put it in the net. That's what the game is about. Imagine if you're looking at, you're watching a hockey game. And I know it has maybe not comparison, but the players have to shoot. Like in hockey, you don't just pass the freaking whatever it's called you what's it called the <laughs> puck know, you, the puck you don't just pass it well you, hockey and soccer are very similar you put and it I, in the yeah. net i'm sorry yeah. I'm, I'm angry as you can no, see listen well I'm very let's, angry. Let's, no and i love it and let's let's bring that going forward too because I don't, I don't know we didn't talk beforehand about how long we want to go on but we're having so much fun let's <laughs> let's keep it keep it tight and just keep it fun and flashy so, you know, looking at it, I mean, I don't know how much we want to review. I, I, I will just say I was hoping that Japan would beat Croatia. I was disappointed with how the penalties went for them, especially that they scored first. I don't really think Croatia at any time in this World Cup has been impressive, except when they played Belgium. I think that Croatia, um, their first game, they just looked slow. I forget who they played. It was one of the teams in that group. Maybe it was Mexico. Um, no, whatever. I think it was. they play. Uh, they actually play Morocco, Tunisia? Morocco, and uh, oh, Morocco. They okay, play Morocco when they first, and Belgium. Yeah. yeah. So I thought in their first game against Morocco, they never looked that great. They bounced back because they got a lot of criticism against Belgium, got a big result. Then you know, have kind of whatevered their way here. I, you know, I I want to like Croatia, but I was really digging this Japan team. We had talked about it. They beat Japan, or sorry, they beat Spain and Germany, which was I thought a really cool story and. You know, I was sad to see them go. And I'll just say, while we're kind of in that breath, you know, South Korea losing to Brazil, um, you know, it, it, it sucks that it had to be them. I'm glad that Brazil won like that as convincing as, as upset as I not upset, but as I, I wish Portugal didn't look so good right now and they look really good. And I, I'm that happy that Brazil looks so good, but it was too bad to see the two remaining, you know, Asian teams uh, going out. That was, that was unfortunate. And the only positive thing that I can take out from today is that we still have a non-European team in the competition besides the, the, the Argentina and the Brazil. We have an African team in the quarterfinals, the best eight countries in the world right now. And it was really beautiful to see Morocco celebrate with its people. I think they brought the 
biggest crowd in Qatar, by the way. I was reading really? these facts. They have the biggest crowd ever in Qatar uh, in, a, in a World Club um, and for, for a country to support um, their team. And I'm, I'm not anti-Morocco, okay? Let's get that straight. Hakimi, no, no, no. freaking yeah. hate that player. He's a great player, but I just don't like him. But I don't well, Hakim Zayek. Yeah, I mean, Zayek, he was on the Ajax I, I team. Like that, yeah. I like Zayek. Well, he yeah. was on the Ajax yeah. team that Tottenham, right. you know, came back, so I don't like him because that, that was rough for me until Lucas Moore <laughs> saved it. And then yeah. he went to Chelsea, and I don't like that. So, unfortunately, I want to love this Morocco <laughs> team, but of all the teams, Gustavo, I kind of hate this Morocco well, this team. This Morocco team going. is kind of annoying. Because I just simply I'm not. I'm not a fan, but I am a fan of its people. I'm a fan of the of the fact that they're hundred percent. I'm so team. glad they're here. Yeah, I'm and so I'm, glad I'm they're very here. Very glad that a small team is putting the fight, and they're in a group with. Uh, they're going to play Portugal, and then they might Portugal. play England or do, France. Do they stand? So. Well, hold on. Do they stand a chance? Let's talk. about I say a hundred percent. Also, I know you wanted to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo being benched today. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, it's fun. fun. I, it's funny because I don't think I actually texted you, but I had just gone on to ESPN. This article came out only a few hours ago that the uh, coach of Portugal came out and said that they are kind of figuring out Cristiano Ronaldo's place. Can and you here's what it? I want to say about that. Hold on. i sorry. That was a dramatic pause. Okay, that's <laughs> what that was. Because, because here's what I want to say about that, okay? Hold on a minute. So you're telling me that Cristiano Ronaldo would not have been called up for this World Cup if he was not Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, his place on the team is fringe bench. And his playing to start was to, you know, give him the glory and present him with this glory. Can I give you, can I give you a little, 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 some, little informed? Okay, yes. I have some friends. I have a friend, I you know, I know. And he told me that, you know, Obviously, Messi, we're talking about going to the MLS, and that that's on its way, Gustavo. Two years from now, Messi will be in the MLS. I, I can You can bet your bottom dollar on that. You know that Cristiano Ronaldo can't come to the MLS, and that's part of the reason why he's kind of in this limbo because obviously he doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. And part of the reason why is because of the rape charge against him in Las Vegas and that if he comes to the United States, he is going to, you know, be... Wow in now legal trouble with that. So just saying, before I go off on Cristiano Ronaldo and his honoring and how much I think it's ridiculous, like this isn't, this isn't St. Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. And so anyway, Portugal comes out today is basically like, all right, now, now that we're here, we're going to find his role. We're going to find him a role. This guy should not even be on the squad. Like again, I loved this player. I mean, I, you know, the whole thing, I, I, he, I, he's probably still, remove the profile and just the player i i would pick him over pretty much everyone in his prime but right now i don't think he actually deserves to be on this team and i think it's important to talk about it because that means someone else who does isn't there and and the fact that the coach came out and did that i i don't like that that make i don't i don't i don't think that's a great thing i don't and i don't think giving him a free spot on the bench is a great thing either. Based on, especially, I'm sorry, the way he acted at Manchester United, that kind of stuff. Like, if this was England and Harry Kane acted like that, I think Gareth Southgate might make a change. Oh I don't know. I, am, I don't know. I am trying to hold back so much right now, Jake. My anger, my fury inside is so big that 
I would freaking destroy this microphone and this computer uh, when it comes to Ronaldo. One, he is a was, not a present, not a future. He is the past. I'm sorry, fans of Ronaldo right now, but Eric Ten Hag was right. And they have the Portuguese coach, which has been with, with Portugal for a long time, which everyone on the Portuguese team respects him, it's especially Ronaldo, uh, except for, for about last the last game they had. I don't know if you read that he kind of makes some faces when the coach took him out against Korea. Do, do you know about that? I don't know if you but know I about But I thought it. that, I, well, what I re we didn't have time to touch on it in our, in our last episode, but what my understanding was, and again, it's Cristiano Ronaldo, but it was what he said was it was about a Korean player disrespecting him. And some folks had said that maybe that was him deflecting from the fact that he didn't like to be subbed off. I watched it. I didn't watch it live, but I watched a replay where I saw him. I mean, listen, Cristiano Ronaldo, drama aside, you know, I mean, come on. A player shouldn't want to be taken off. I'm not against that. I'm not going to knock him so much for that, frankly. But that's just me. But you're the captain, Jake. Listen, the pressure... I mean, the responsibility that we're giving Ronaldo is a lot bigger than, than we're, we're talking about here. He is the captain. He should set the example. It's the same thing I said about the Manchester United no, you're right. drama. You're right. He's the freaking captain. You play soccer before. You've been in teams before. You're still you playing soccer right now, right, Jake? I mean, you yeah, know yeah. that if you have a captain. I'm the captain. Right, so if you have a captain, that, that should be the example. If we follow those rules in freaking rec leagues or whatever, Sunday leagues, why shouldn't the highest level of football respect and have the same respect? respect i don't care if ronaldo is the most famous person in the world i don't care if he's pele maradona or glorified human version of himself whatever he is he is 37 years old in decline he's no longer the same player and he should be thankful that portugal has him has him on, on this team and you're right he should be thankful that he had actually was called by this portuguese team because he does not deserve to be in that team and let me tell you something if portugal wins this world cup it's going to be because of the bruno fernandes it's going to be because of every other young portuguese player that's playing their heart out out there and not because of cristiano ronaldo i'm not diminishing his career his goals no, his, no, his no. legend but f f with this whole I, drama I, like i, I just like, can't do with this drama anymore like yeah, he needs and to I just, freaking stop no 100 percent. and i just want to say a name Gon gonsuolo ramos or goncalo uh -huh. ramos uh -huh. it has a little c it has a little thing under it yep so maybe it's gonsalo but he's the one who scored the hat trick today who was the direct replacement for cristiano so i just wanted to you know big shout out to him because um he let me put it this way how about this how about this based on his performance today he this guy start. could be well, this guy. No, no, no. How about this? This guy could be contending for a golden boot. Right. Had he started the first game. Right. Cristiano been only the has one who should have been in that position. Right. And Cristiano only their has games, one goal. And it was a I penalty. was just going to say, <laughs> if you look at the Portugal games before this one, they have not been this convincing. Gustavo, let's pivot here. Let's pivot here. <laughs> first of all, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh my gosh. No, no soccer. Come on. What are we going to do? La, 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 la. What am I supposed to do? Work? The day after that is Thursday, <laughs> Gustavo. No football. You just reminded me of what I want to talk about. Pause. We're going to talk about the quarterfinals in a second. But, Gustavo. Yes. Another dramatic pause here. Can we talk about this whole when England was playing US thing, Peyton Manning and David Beckham on the commercial? 
football versus soccer oh argument. And our uh, our dad, or you know, your dad-in-law, and you know, my dad sent you know uh, an article that was about how soccer even came to be. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to everyone; I didn't read every single word, but <laughs> I read the first. I read the first half, and if it's to be believed, which it seems like a reputable source. Soccer originally comes from a shortening of the word association to like the ASOC, the or ASOS. I don't I, I mean, we were reading it and it was ancient history from like 100 years ago. So I'm not exactly sure how it sounded, but somehow association, ASOC, the sock, soccer. Right. Uh, Gustavo, I was I've never been no, more disappointed in the history of a word than this time. <laughs> First of all, second of all. The whole like American dominance over stuff, like I don't, I'm, I'm gonna take you in the wayback machine, but 2001, George W. Bush, war in Iraq, war in Afghanistan, which still isn't over yet, by the way, longest war ever in history or not or in the modern era, like world policing, the whole America like acting buddy buddy with any other country and being like, oh, the way we say it is better, like. Don't do that. It's not in good form. It won't be in good form until 800 years from now. Okay? Like, our lifetimes won't ever get there. That joke won't ever be funny. And, like, I just, like, I, I could, this is going to become one of the other podcasts we want to do, but, like, <laughs> this whole, that thing was gross. If you score and win that game, maybe we're having a different conversation and you looked good, all that stuff, whatever. But we're about to talk about the quarterfinals and England is going to come up. The U.S. is not. So, like, stop it. Like, I get that, like, soccer were clearly weaker and maybe that's why they thought that joke, American dominance. <laughs> like, no. Like, it's football and our history is of, like, bullying our way to be the, the way. And, like, let's not sell, like let's ease off on that. I know there's flags with blue stripes everywhere and, and that whole thing. Sorry. But like, let's, let's ease up on all that. Okay. Sorry. I actually, like, I actually, it bothers me. <laughs> I actually want to appreciate you for saying that you're the American between the two of us. I'm not an American. I, I, I'm, I, I'm still an immigrant here in this country. And I can say that to me, I've learned to, uh, to use both words because, well, to begin with, we have a lot of soccer clubs, in the MLS that are called football clubs, like NYFC or LAFC. You know what I'm saying? We have so many clubs here in the MLS that are called football clubs, but also we have Nashville SC, uh, my dear Nashville Soccer Club. And so I appreciate your perspective on that because to be honest with you, Jake, for me, it doesn't matter if we call it soccer or football. To me, what the problem lies is when you try to impose, is that the word I'm looking for, uh, your ways exactly. on other people 100%. or how to pronounce things or how to say things. Even yeah. the, I saw the one of the, in one of the interviews, I think it was Saka, if I'm not wrong, or, uh, an English player, I don't know who, maybe you know. But the, 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 the journalist from Iran got really upset because this, no, actually, it was an American player. It was Tyler Adams talking to a journalist from Iran. And the, the journalist got so mad because Tyler Adams was pronouncing Iran, Iran. And he corrected him on the spot. Well, first of all, let's get that clear for once and forever. It's called Iran and no Iran. And I was like, okay, I agree with that. Cool. 
but dude, like, chill. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Like, you know, like no one's trying to disrespect I'll you. I'll just but hundred you know, percent. Let me yeah. just say, guys, in terms of I teach little kids how to read. I'm pretty sure that's a R controlled I is what that syllable is called, which is er. It's er. It's er in every freaking word. There is no word where you say I like that. So for all you folks who are out there thinking you're way smarter than most and saying iron your basic phonics needs help right just saying and and i, I again i appreciate your bringing this and up. it's hateful and i'll just say like <laughs> it's almost like hateful to say that like you're saying that against all of your phonemic right. knowledge like right. i'm just saying like it, if you're saying that you're defying your understanding of, of language just saying, like oh, you're man. doing that on purpose. Like, it's, <laughs> like just saying. The beautiful <laughs> thing about politics in soccer here, I love it. I love it. I love. I, I, know I mean, people. it's an R-controlled I. It's er. <laughs> it's not that. Co- also, you learned it in first grade. Also, shout out to maybe the second grade. Shout out to the people of Iran and uh, respect to all the fighters out there who are protesting and who are putting their lives in risk. And uh, also, let this be an opportunity to. Uh, lift up our voice in a small way because our platform might be small but uh, we stand with all the women in Iran uh, Iran sorry that have been um you know some of them a lot of them have been killed and put to jail because of um the stupidity of governments of that want to control everything every aspect in society so i just want to say i i can't speak for you jake but my heart no, and it's a, well i'll say i studied Iran. abroad in jordan and i'll just say it, that type of you know control over women and violence and all those things is widespread amongst you know the middle east and let's be honest the world at large and so just in general like i i don't know if i said this on the podcast but it's it's 2022, and I would hope that that means something to where we say, come on, let's all wake up here. But all right, long story short, it's football. It's it's football. It's not soccer, even if we ever pull off a win. Oh, I got one more thing for you, Gustavo. So one of my buddies at work, he's an older guy. I love him. He, he, he knows way more than I do. When I talk to him about soccer, I'm like, oh, wow, I really don't know a lot. But he said, we were talking about Burhalter because I was asking him, you know, what, what he thinks. And he said, here's the thing. And I told him I was going to steal this. So, you know, he knows. So Burhalter, you know, the American team is not quite a Ferrari yet, but it's, it's getting there. It's close to being a Ferrari. And Burhalter drives a 2009 Toyota Corolla. So he doesn't know exactly what it's like to drive a Ferrari. And I thought that was a great point because... When we look at the way they went out, the way that the narrative is, you know, I think I said on on Sunday that it was like they didn't they didn't realize how what how good they are almost like they didn't li- even they didn't have the confidence to match the way they were playing. I think that's because partly because Burrowhalter is a little in over his head. And so for me, Gustavo, you know. I would like someone and Bruce Arenas, who's coaching for the revolution might be one of these people. I don't know. Maybe it's not an American. I don't but like Bruce I, Arena. Yeah. 
Sorry. Fair enough. Let's, I mean, let's bring Luis Enrique yeah. from Spain. Come on. Listen. <laughs> hey, I'll t- like. I'm absolutely. I am into the idea of hiring a coach that's like a stupid hire because it's right. like that. Let's just let's bring, hire Pep. Let's, let's get Pep up in here. I was gonna say let's hire Pochettino, bro. F it. Like, I, let's bring. I, one. But listen. <laughs> but this is the thing: is that I think Gustavo, as I've reflected, I think that that is a logical next step for the U.S. national program in preparation for the next World Cup. And Might not be for another two years, but I do think that is the next logical step. I, I agree. When we had, remember Georgian Klinsman, I think is his name? The German yeah, guy that, yeah. that was our he coach put, for so Tottenham many years. striker. Yeah. He was, uh, actually, he was world champions with uh, Germany, I think. He's on ESPN um, FC. Yeah. He's great. I He's like great. him, but, you know, he, he didn't do that well for us. But I, I agree with you 100%. Maybe one day we'll have a coach that knows how to drive a Ferrari and takes us far but you know i'm overall uh, especially now that it's been weeks or not weeks days since the u.s got eliminated i'm overall optimistic for this u.s team and i'm overall optimistic for u.s football in general so i want to stay positive about that and i think if teams like germany spain and belgium have been kicked out of the world cup i guess it's no longer that sad of a place to be you know we are we're in good company right and talking about because I know we don't have much time, and I, I want to yeah, do. Yeah, let's this. do. F- we I got wanna, quarterfinals in quarter five finals. minutes. But here's yeah. how. Here's how I want to do this. We're gonna predict the quarterfinals, and then we'll look back at this podcast in, in next week or whatever, in two weeks from now, when we get the World Cup champion, and, and we'll see who was right. Okay. Love it. So Love it. I, I, let's do this. I'm gonna ask you first, and then you can ask me. Okay. All right, but Here hold on. Go. Save the most interesting game for last, which okay. is England France. Okay. Good. Save that good. one for thanks, last. Thanks yeah, for yeah. telling me that. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Morocco. Portugal. Who do you got? Okay. For me, Portugal, no extra time. They get it done in regular time. No less than two no less than two goals more than whatever Portugal's or Morocco scores. Does Cristiano Ronaldo score? He might not even see the field. (laughs) He might not even see the field. (laughs) Okay. I can't believe it's Croatia. Croatia, Brazil. Who do you got, Jake? Brazil, and I I don't think it's well, your that wife is Brazilian, although she doesn't no, care about soccer, but there's but the thing is Brazil, Brazil. No, but Brazil had a pretty lax game against Korea. And I think one of the things that my friend, the one who I got the Ferrari thing from, said is that, you know, Morocco was just in an absolute rock fight. And Croatia was just in an absolute rock fight. And I think that'll take a toll on them. Brazil's going to be... Dancing and having fun, <laughs> it will no problem. I definitely think I know the answer for this next one: Netherlands, Argentina. Remember, yeah, Netherlands was the team that kicked us out. Okay, don't you forget that. My but American I've always friend. had a thing for Netherlands, and I got my <laughs> Steven Bergwijn there, who I love, and I'll be Whatever. wearing his jersey on Friday. I'll, oh, maybe I'll wear it to school tomorrow. Yeah. Whatever. No, I, I honestly. Argentina has been bailed out by these messy goals that have come out of nowhere that they're the type of goals that you watch and think I would have saved that even though it's messy and they're great and they're magical it, those are the type of goals where you just watch you go like how did, how do you not save that and and so all I'm saying is I don't I don't they're gonna that's what they'll have to do against the Netherlands I don't see it I or maybe I see it but Netherlands are gonna do more than that well I hope you're wrong because I like Argentina but here's the last one the big one, England versus France. I, I'm very curious because I know you like England, right? But yeah, who do you I, think is going to win? Well, I told you that for me this is a tough one because England is my team. I actually have them to win. In a, I'm in like a little group bracket thing where we drafted the teams. They're the only team I have left alive. So 
I love England. I love Harry Kane. I picked them for the World Cup. I love, 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 love them. I really do. I don't know why. Maybe, I mean, talk about, you know, dominant nations and of all the ones to pick England. Yeah, not exactly an underdog. But I have a really solid place in my heart for them. I can't. I just hope that they beat France, but I'm really scared of France. Is it so I can't is pick it, it. I can't pick it, but I'm scared Is it coming home, Jake? I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. But then again, I don't... Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll have to look ahead. So tell me, Portugal, Morocco, Gustavo? I say Morocco. Wow. All right. In regular time? Uh, or the same way it, they won uh, today? Dramatic. In a dramatic way. It doesn't matter what way. Maybe a penalty in the first half, but dramatic. All right. Low scoring? Like a 1-0 yeah, type yeah, deal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Croatia, Brazil? I got Brazil, of course. We don't even have to tell. I Comfortably, yeah. I don't have to tell you why. All right. All right, Ar- all right, messy man, Argentina and Ar- Netherlands. Ar- Argentina is gonna win it in penalties. That's my take. I like. I I don't hate and, that. And Messi is gonna score his penalty. Well, well, again, and that's what I'm. Well, <laughs> but that's the other thing is like the. I think the question is, will Argentina be able to keep up with the Netherlands? I I think it's gonna be that type of game, and then England and France. And here's how we're gonna finish this podcast. I think my new team. It's going to be England just because yes. I like the, I like the Premier League. So sorry, Argentina. Sorry, Brazil. But England is going to uh, win this one. It's going to be – I think it's, I think France is going to come into this game thinking they're, they're going to win it, but they're, they, they're going to be surprised by England. And I think it's going to be a big statement. And that could be really, really crucial for England to build up their confidence and take it all the way through. Thank so God I it's see, on Saturday. Thank I know, God it's we on can, Saturday. We, we, both of us work in school, so we can both watch it. And I am super excited to to see these quarterfinals. I can't believe we're in the quarterfinals. And uh, But, yeah, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And uh, Yeah, we really Jake, tore it up. Fun, this, this, Let, yeah. Let's do another this, one. This midweek was we – we came with some humdiggers. I just want to say because I realized that we didn't say – Check out our TikTok because we are trying to post more on that, our Instagram and other socials. And uh, please comment, you know, feel free to rip us and tell us that we're stupid or whatever because we'd love to ham it up with you. And we'll see you next time, all right? All right, we'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening.